My name is Alex Barthet. I am a board certified construction attorney here in Florida. And we get this question a lot. Uh, okay, I recorded my lien. Now, you know, when do I get paid? How do I actually turn this piece of paper into money? We're going to answer that question. Um, and I will explain to you the steps you need to follow um, so that you can get paid. Let's go over the agenda for today. We're going to talk about what a lien is and how it works and why it is absolutely critical that you record liens. Um, we'll talk about what happens after you record the lien um, and the steps you need to take in order to get paid. And then I'll talk about some scenarios that you may run into over the course of recording a lien and trying to get paid. Um, you know, some of them include people saying that they're going to bond off your lien. Um, a contest of lien is a document you may receive. We'll talk about that. Um, a 20-day summons. Again, these are ways that people can contest your lien. So let's get started. So what is a lien? A lien is an encumbrance on the real property, meaning it, it prevents people from selling and refinancing the property because you have made a claim to some interest in it. It is a cloud on the title of the property, just like a mortgage. Um, if a lien does exist on a property, that typically is what's called a technical default under most mortgages. Um, little tip here, sometimes if you inform the mortgage company that you've recorded the lien, a lien on the property, that can sometimes spur an owner to pay because they may get a letter from their mortgage company saying, hey, there's a lien on the property, you need to take care of it because that constitutes a default on, on the mortgage. Um, it doesn't always work, but um, on residential mortgages, uh, we sometimes see it have an effect. Um, so the other thing that, that a lien does is that uh, depending on where you are in the chain of contracts, that lien is going to prevent the owner from paying the prime contractor. So your lien is like a um, wrench thrown into the gears of the payment process uh, between an owner and a contractor, and that by itself may get you paid. Um, and if there's a lender involved on a construction project, uh, lenders do not want to fund month to month if there are any liens on the project. There are some ways to get around it, but generally speaking, lenders are not going to want to continue to fund a construction loan. So what happens after you record your lien? The, the short answer is, is nothing. Um, by itself. You know, I talked about some of the pressure that the lien creates, but aside from that, nothing happens on its own. You record the lien um, with uh, Sunray, for example. Sunray will record the, prepare, record the lien electronically for you, and it just sits there. Nothing happens. The, the court doesn't automatically uh, go into, kick into gear to start getting you paid um, so generally speaking, unless the lien bothers someone enough to pay you, it just sits there. Um, so then the question is, well, if nothing happens by itself, how do I get paid? Um, well, you have to understand that the lien is the beginning of the process. And, and to be clear, actually, you're, the notice to owner is the beginning of the process. Um, we've done many other webinars um, 
in the past. They're online on the Sunray website. Uh, we will do some more later on in the year about notice to owners and the importance of those documents. But once you send the notice and then you record the lien because you haven't been paid, um, that really is what kicks off this whole process. So it's up to you um, to enforce your legal rights through an action known as a foreclosure. That is effectively saying to the court with court papers, um, means it means you have to hire a lawyer, that you are claiming an interest in this piece of property and you would like the court to sell the property such that any equity that exists in the property be given to you and anybody else that may have an interest in the property. To take it from the owner, sell it to a third party, and then pay the people that are owed money. That's what the foreclosure process is. Um, it's similar to any other court process um, as far as time and money. If you wanted a rough estimate, you know, a fully contested foreclosure could take, you know, eight to 18 months. Um, and it could cost tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees before you get to the end. Most every case settles. Um, it usually doesn't take that long. And um, it usually doesn't cost tens of thousands of dollars because remember, the lien and the foreclosure process is intended to bring some pressure to bear on the parties that owe you the money to cause them to, to pay you. Um, so many times we see that the lien by itself gets you paid. And if that doesn't get you paid within several months of filing of after filing the lawsuit, you usually can get paid unless it's tremendously complicated. Um, there are lots of issues like delays and claims of defective work, but those issues aside, the pressure of the lawsuit usually gets you paid. Um, and unless the time is shortened, and we'll talk about how that is, how it can be shortened, you have one year from the recording date of the lawsuit, uh, recording date of the lien to file your lawsuit to foreclose on the lien. That is the outside deadline. I do not recommend taking that long. Um, but if you wanted to wait till the absolute last minute, unless it's shortened, you typically have one year from the recording date of the claim of lien to file your lawsuit to foreclose. Now, here's something very important to know. You do not re-record the lien at the expiration of the year. If you do not file a lawsuit within the one year to foreclose on your lien, your lien is gone forever. It will not come back. You cannot re-record the lien. So you have to um, make a decision before that time if you're going to go through the process of the foreclosure um, to keep that lien alive. On the property. So one of the things I would recommend is what I would call the 60-60 rule of collections. No later than 60 days from your last date of work, that's when you have to, um, the last date of work is when you, the time is measured for you to record your lien. You have up to 90 days, those are calendar days, counting all weekdays and weekends and legal holidays in between. You have up to 90 days to record the lien. I would say from about no later than from about day 60 after your last work, that's when you should start the process to record your lien. Do not wait until the 85th day, uh, 70th day, 89th day. We've had clients um, 
you know, come to us the day before the lien is due uh, to be recorded. And that it just, it's a, a challenge to get it recorded in time. On top of that, because of electronic recording, which, you know, everyone's used to Amazon getting things in, you know, a couple of hours, uh, the clerk does not work that way. Miami-Dade County, for example, is currently on a five-day backlog, meaning when you submit a document to, to be recorded elect electronically in Miami-Dade County currently, that document will not be recorded for five days. So that means if you waited until day 87 to submit your lien for recording, it will be late. There is no exception because you submitted it on time versus when the clerk recorded it. So you can absolutely uh, not risk waiting too long to record your lien. Um, so that's why I recommend you start at day 60. Then for the next 60 days after you record your lien, you hassle your customer, the contractor, and the owner for payment. Phone calls, emails, um, go visit them in their office to go pick up a check. Our most successful clients in collection have a internal robust collection process, meaning they don't just record the lien and hope that they get paid. They are actively following up with their customer, uh, the owner and the contractor to get paid. Um, the more work you do, the less likely it is that you're gonna have to hire a lawyer to help you. But I would say for the next 30 to 60 days after you record your lien, you are actively trying to get paid. If it doesn't work, meaning 60 days go by and you still haven't been paid after you recorded your lien, that's when I would recommend you hire someone like me to be able to start the collection process for you. You can wait. Um, you may have a business reason to wait. You may decide, you know what, it's a $10,000 lien. I'm doing hundreds of thousands of dollars with the same owner or same contractor. I, you know, I'm just going to let it sit. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, those are business decisions on delaying the collection efforts, and you're more than welcome to make those. Aside for a good business re reason to wait, we typically find that the liens that we pursue legally sooner or closer to the date it was recorded versus um, versus closer to the one year when it has to be uh, foreclosed upon, we get better results for our clients when we when we actively pursue collection of the lien closer in time to when it was recorded. People's recollection is, is um, crisper. Um, people are still working for the company versus, you know, a year later, who knows where they went. Um, we've had cases where people have actually passed away because the client waited so long. And it's hard to get testimony from people that are no longer around to support your case. So let's talk about some of the things you may run into um, after you record the lien. Someone tells you that they will or have bonded off your lien. Now, what do you do? In my opinion, you should, you should celebrate. Um, and the reason is that a lien on the property is an encumbrance and requires the property to be sold such that any equity is given to you, meaning, if you lean for $100,000 on a property 
that's worth a million dollars, but has a $1 million loan or mortgage or construction loan on it, your, like, your lien is likely going to be after the construction loan, which means if you foreclose on the property to sell it, there's not going to be any equity. So your lien is not really worth anything. Um, you only get the equity from the property. You don't get the gross proceeds from the sale of the property and the foreclosure. Now, sometimes contractors and owners may decide to bond off your lien so that it doesn't encumber the property anymore. If they do that, they have to get either a surety bond, like from the Hartford Traveler, CNA, Westchester, Liberty Mutual, um, or they post cash with the clerk. They take a cashier's check to the clerk's office. Generally speaking, this bond is about 150%. There's a formula in the statute, but in round numbers, it works out to be about 150% of the lien amount. So if you lien for $100,000, they're going to have to post a bond for $150,000. That extra amount is intended to cover interest and legal fees that you may incur in pursuing the bond claim. So if the bond is posted, your lien is no longer on the property, your lien is on the bond. Um, you still have to foreclose on the lien to cash out the bond, but now instead of there being the possibility that there's no equity in the property, you know that there is a pot of cash set aside just for you in case, uh, if you win, that will be liquidated to pay you. Um, the good thing is you're fully secured. The bad thing is you should prepare for a fight. And the reason I say that is because anyone that is going to go through the trouble of bonding off your lien versus picking up the phone and negotiating a resolution means they don't want to pay you. So our advice to our clients is if anyone bonds off your lien, you should immediately cease your collection efforts if you commenced any and hand the file over to a construction lawyer because much more likely than not, almost 100% the person that posted the bond, whether that's the owner or the contractor, does not want to pay you. Um, so you should just put on your gloves and get ready to start the fight to move forward as quickly as possible. In the 20 years I've been practicing construction law, not once have we had a situation where someone bonds off a lien and then negotiates a resolution without us having to file a lawsuit first. So um, keep that in mind. What are some of the other things you, can you may deal with? Um, you may receive what's called a notice of contest of lien. If you get one, what is it and what do you do? I told you that you have one year from the recording date of the claim of lien to file your lawsuit. But if you get a notice of contest of lien in the mail, you need to file your lawsuit immediately. The rule is that this notice of contest, upon it being served by the clerk, not the day you receive it, the day the clerk stamps it as the date he or she mails it, you have 60 days to file your lawsuit on the lien. Not one year, 60 days from that date. So if you get a notice of contest of lien, you need to file your lawsuit. Again, this is another indication 
that someone wants to fight with you because they don't want to pay you. They don't want to negotiate with you. They want your lien extinguished quickly. So our advice is if you get a notice of contest of lien, file the lawsuit immediately. Um, if you don't, on the 60th day, the lien is extinguished. Um, so at the expiration, I should say, of the 60th day, your lien is extinguished. And the case law uh, on this issue is very harsh. There is no time to extend. If you were looking for a lawyer, you were out of town, you were in the hospital, the court doesn't care. You have 60 days, you need to solve this problem before then. Once you file the lawsuit to foreclose on your lien within that 60 days, then now the pressure is off and you will move forward with the foreclosure. So the notice of contest doesn't get rid of the lien, it just forces you to file the lawsuit sooner. Now some days, sometimes 60 days is too long, so there's a way for owners or contractors to reduce it even more. The 60-day notice that I just talked about is a document that you will receive via certified mail. Um, this next document, which is called a 20-day summons, is different. If you receive it, just like the 60-day notice, you need to file a lawsuit immediately to foreclose on your claim of lien. As I told you, the rule is one year to file a lawsuit from the date of recording of your lien. Now, once you are served with this 20-day summons, you have only 20 days to file your lawsuit. The 60-day notice is served by certified mail. The 20-day notice, the 20-day summons is served upon you by either the sheriff or a process server. It is a true legal action. It's going to look like a court filing because, in fact, it is a court filing. If you do not file a lawsuit to foreclose on your lien within those 20 days, your lien is automatically extinguished. Um, Great. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for participating. If you have other questions, send us an email. Otherwise, have a wonderful day.